This is Jeffrey Wittenhagen. I'm an author of multiple gaming books, including collector's guides for both the Nintendo and Super Nintendo. I'm a huge fan of action RPGs like The Legend of Zelda and obscure systems like the Neo Geo and TurboGrafx-16. And we've got guys. Hey, hey. I'm big into uh, No Death Runs, High Score Runs, uh, collector of all things vintage and retro. Uh, pretty much anything video game related. Also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins. And we've got Daria. Daria here, and I'm a collector and enthusiast of all things role-playing. I also run a burgeoning YouTube channel which covers retro game review and indie game coverage. You can find that at youtube.com slash DariaPlays, T-O-O. Please call our number, leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-VGBS. So here we are. Gremlins 2 territory. Gremlins 2 time, peoples. The new batch. Peoples at homes. That's right. <laughs> so, um, with Gremlins 2, since I own the box, should I read the back of the box? Yes. Yes. No Wikipedia for us here. Vintage throwback time. So yeah, my copy um of Gremlins Two is a little bit beat up, but in the um the box protector as we mentioned before, it looks great on the shelf. So here we go. Made by Sunsoft. Can you stop the terrifying menace of the Gremlins? No. And it shows <laughs> I don't know. It shows a picture of Spike on there, and he's like shooting like a Gatling gun or something. Hilarious. Um, so, Gizmo is trapped inside Clamp Center by the evil gremlins. Your mission? Help him battle his way to the control center and rid the city forever of the gremlin menace. It's not going to be easy. You'll have to use your cunning and wits to survive with only the weapons you find inside Clamp Center. Matches, a flashlight, tomatoes, and a homemade bow and arrow. But, if you're lucky... The door to Mr. Wing's magic shop may mystically appear and let you buy some special and powerful items to help you. This game has all the traps, mazes, and lightning-quick moves to push your skills to the limits. And it has graphics that seem to come alive on the screen. And then underneath it, it's underneath the Mr. Um, Wing's magic shop picture. Um, it shows gremlins. Stopping them is not going to be easy. Don't say we didn't warn you! Exclamation part. Well, they're right about that point. <laughs> it's a very long uh, back of the box. Yeah. I like it though. Sun soft. Woo. I like this box though because it's a fucking movie poster in a Nintendo box. Like that's what my rental display is all about. 
Yeah, like other other movies you would like as far as that would go, like The Ghoulies and uh, Critters as well. Critters is like another one. And uh, those kind of spawned from that. There was like a whole point in time where um, it's kind of like when you had Jaws and you had movies like Piranha came out and it was like, the, you know, Fear of the Ocean. And then there was a point where there was like the cute little like Goblin era. Everybody copies everyone. Um, Gremlins 2 was released in October of 1990 on, in, in North America. Uh, it was composed, the music was composed by Naoki Kodaka. And in Japan, it was called Gremlins 2 Shinshu Tanjo, which means birth of a new species. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. It's cool. a very kind of literal subtitle. The new batch, birth of a new species. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I um, see that. And apparently there's multiple different versions of Gremlins 2 um, that were developed by different co- like a company called Toposoft that did a side-scrolling Gremlins 2. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. On the Amiga, the Commodore 64, and the MSX. Those are the NZX Spectrum. So oh, yeah. probably a British release more so than a U.S. release. Um, Definitely European. Man. Yeah, so. oh, I mean, because all I mean, it has Armstrad CPC on there too. And so. Yeah, smell the crumpets, man. Totally. <laughs> the crumps. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, it's very very interesting that um, yeah, basically in that game you um play as Billy, and you get various weapons and things. I think on my coin ops I have the Atari ST version and it doesn't work for some reason. You know, it's kind of funny. While I was playing this, I was thinking it was obviously cute that you were playing as Gizmo. And it occurred to me, like, how shitty the game would be if you had to play as Billy. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting that they did make, someone did make that game. <laughs> and the platformer version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. who would want to play as Billy? No, no one gives a shit about Billy. He's in the movie for, like, a second. Like, now he's, he's in the movie, but it's, like, really it's all about Gizmo's journey to, uh, to turn oh, into yeah. Rambo in that movie, basically. <laughs> I, I remember the movie just being about the gremlins. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even think Pretty the protagonists much. really mattered. It was what mm. the different gremlins were doing around the around the clamp building. The crazy shit. The very first gremlins, it was about Gizmo. The second movie was about how crazy the gremlins could get killed and yeah. how crazy they looked and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And all the different forms, because when you started yeah. to experiment with them in the laboratory and turn them into bats and electricity and shit. Mm-hmm. raise the bar. I was actually kind of disappointed with this game at the beginning because it took so long for you to even meet a gremlin. It's like, where did the killer tomatoes come from? Why, why am I fighting bats and rats? <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be like a, a like genetic lab. So yeah. those are like the other things that are being experimented on, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's not what you come to see. You want to see gremlins, and you don't even, I don't even think you meet the first gremlin until like literally the halfway point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And then I, it's in like ladder levels that you actually have some like little gremlin baddies running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the first level, you're like trying to find Billy's office and you're exploring. There's no gremlins, but there's other things. So, yeah, they've all been affected by, like, the lab. Yeah. So that's not, like, in the movie, though. <laughs> no. So that's, like, a liberty that the game took right there for sure. As they always do. And I totally thought, like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Um, so how um, how familiar are you with the um, Famicom disc system, Kyle? Or Daria? 
pretty damn familiar. I'm familiar with the system. I don't know of any Gremlin game on it. Have you ever played I, Sunshine, Nicole before? No. Alright, so I, Sunshine, Nicole <laughs> is basically a Konami version that controls and has the same perspective as Gremlins 2. Oh, interesting. Like, okay. it's a it's a top-down platforming game. Looks like the top-down sections of Blaster Master um, mm-hmm. or Fester's Quest with jumping. Right, um, right. It, and it has that, those stupid fucking platforms that are in Gremlins 2 where you constantly are falling off of them. Oh, I hate that. I hated the platform jumping in this. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest part of the game. And that's in I, Senshi, or Senshi, Nicole, except for when you fall, you go to, a, like, a lower, lo- lower level. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, then- that would have been... Yeah, and then you gotta work your way back nice. up, and then you fall down again. You gotta work your back, but yeah. it's fucking sick. Okay, maybe that wouldn't have been so nice. No, it's not. <laughs> but, I, you know what would have fixed this game if they just would have let us buy more things? Yes. Let me buy balloons. You make it. You give me a choice. You give me all this money that I can't possibly spend. Yeah, it definitely. And not. then as soon as you purchase one thing, Mister Wing just like woo goes away. You only get one chance. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't even know what you need. Yeah, the spirit of Mr. Wing is gone. <laughs> um, so I mentioned Blaster Master. Um, one of the things was is there's a lot of little sound bites that sound like they're ripped out of Blaster Master, like the orbs and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Sunsoft, Sunsoft recycles. Maybe. That's it in all their games. Yeah. Yeah. Sunsoft is the fucking shit, too. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is it's still cool and it's classic. And the music's just Oh, it doesn't bother boss. me. I wouldn't knock it at all for recycling resources. Mm-mm. In fact, it's nice, and you know, because it's nostalgic. To me, it's the the sign of a of a virtuoso in any art is the fact that you can pick out their work. And and Kyle mentioned what you said earlier about the music. Oh my god! Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Sunsoft shit always is. I mean, let's let's look at the track record: Journey to Silius, Batman, Mister Gimmick. I mean, <laughs> even Fester's Quest is. Awesome music. And, and I wrote mm-hmm. down in my notes the music is amazing, although not from the mu- movie, ironically. <laughs> like, it's just its own oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely its own thing. Which is cool, though. It's it's really awesome. I mentioned about the uh, the cutscene graphics throughout the game are pulled right from the movie. Like, they're done yeah. very well. Yeah, Those well. were really nice. I, I wish there'd been one between each of the stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I was going to say that, too, yeah. That there weren't enough of them, but they were definitely really nice. Yeah, it like it went to the exact opposite of how I um what I mentioned about the graphics because the graphics themselves looked good, but like mm-hmm. but like the palette, the color palette that they used because in the NES you have like a choice of four colors. The color palette that they used was it reminded me of like Zen Intergalactic Ninja. It was like bland. Yeah. How I'll reinforce that? Like by the end of the game, I was like, I've seen this before. Like. Yeah. It was an office building. They kept using the same elements, and I wish they would have differentiated more between walls and floor. Yeah, so we definitely have to, to dock it for that. Mm-hmm. It got to a point towards the later levels where you're doing these frantic jumping, and you don't know exactly. Like, there are points when it's, like, you try to jump into the wall because it looks like a platform. Yeah, exactly. Well, it gets to a point where you're still zombified because it's all the same. Well, yeah. Too, that it has that weird effect, yeah. Luckily, what Kyle mentioned throughout the um, the cu- past couple of weeks, they have a password system. 
<laughs> yeah, that is a nice <laughs> like like if they didn't have a password system, this game I don't think I would have would have been able to get anywhere near as far as like you can with passwords because you can at least start off where you left off. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where certain games can get away with not using a password system. This one definitely needed one, and I'm glad they included it. Yeah. Um, enemies and bosses themselves, to me, were pretty easy, though. Like, I didn't have an issue with any. Yeah. Well, this is where I'm, I want to throw in, like, I felt like it was like my Zelda training. Yeah. You know it pissed me off, and it, it actually... And the jumping was what made it hard. It adds on what Daria's saying about the jumping. That is the hardest when, part of the when game. When a fucking Absolutely. enemy's coming at you as you're doing a platforming section. You're fucked. I hated that part. Yeah. That fucking pissed me off. And they required a lot of diagonal jumps, which yes. the NES yeah. pad is not made for diagonal movement. Well, not not in the isometric view that they fucking have the game in, like the top-down yeah. view. Yeah, the key is mastering those diagonal jumps. I, I actually sat in one of the levels, I sat there between two like spots and just practiced for like 10 minutes. I can see that. You have to get the feel for it. It's really twitchy, too. Like, yeah, it is. That's the, that's the one part two where it's like the controls like maybe they could have been tweaked a little better for that i don't know yeah i mean and the thing is is that they decided later to start adding platforming traps and shit like that too (laughs) it just gets harder harder, like bastards (laughs) yeah it would have been cool if it almost automatically like knew you needed to do it i don't know yeah like and i mentioned you were talking about the the currency um, I wrote down, like, how the currency is distributed through killing enemies. It's like they expect you to die and continue a lot. Because, basically, if you don't die a lot, you have so much currency that you can't possibly spend it. So they expect right. you to, like, continue because it resets your currency. You're right. right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get to Mr. Wings, you got, like, a thousand coins or something. You can spend, you spend ten. Ten. <laughs> it's like, um... Yeah, not even a hundred. Ten. It's yeah. Like, like, there's no way. There's, I mean, there's five. There was levels. something that cost a hundred. I think it was like yeah, the uh, heart. The heart the cost a hundred, and the gizmo yeah. doll, which is like an extra life, and the heart you can get like a maximum of four. Uh-huh. Um, so then you start with three. The, the irony yeah. is, it's is like that Zelda, there's, there's only five Zelda. levels yeah. to this game. So even that, if you bought the most expensive item each time, it's still only five hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of the five levels, only two of them were were bosses that were out of the movie, even though those bosses were pretty cool. Um, yeah, the um, it's actually the first level did not have a boss at all. No, no. The second the second boss had your cra- your classic gremlin. Mm-hmm. It had it basically had a spike knockoff. Mm-hmm. And then your the third boss was the electric gremlin, which was cool. I, I at first I was getting kind of until I ran into him, I was getting mad that gremlins from the movie were not actually in the game. Yeah. And that redeemed it. It was like, okay, there's electric gout. Because, yeah, like, the Spike ripoff wasn't technically even in the movie except for, like, a second before it got transformed. So. Exactly. And there were all these, like, weird, like, skateboard gremlin and <laughs> yeah. helicopter gremlin. And it's like, wh- who are these guys? Skateboard gremlin. You know? It's also like um, the punk, the skateboard, because they had the mohawk and, like, stage four boss. Uh-huh. It was like the guy with the spiny mohawk who is kind of like a knockoff of the fuzzy white mohawk guy in the first movie. Stripe, yeah. 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 
So that was interesting. And then the stage five was the the spider striped gremlin. Ooh. Yeah. Arachnid spike, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was disappointed when they had all these vegetables. Why not vegetable gremlin? Where was he? <laughs> Where was gremlin. sexy female gremlin? Oh, that was Cauliflower the best one. gremlin. Sexy female you know, gremlin. Even in a cutscene, they could have thrown in some of these guys. Or when you're fighting like Gatling gun gremlin and they have the, the, the gremlins are watching as like an arena. Throw in some there as the spectators. Yeah, but it'd be hilarious. Like I, I was kind of imagining, like if she was in the game, it would almost be like I think it was Tiny Toon Adventures, where you would have to avoid Elvira's throwing kisses at you, <laughs> trying to give you hugs. Yes. Like it would be like that, where you're trying to avoid. Oh, that would have been an awesome boss. <laughs> yeah, like or even a yeah. mini boss where she's chasing you. Yeah, through, like a chase mm-hmm. level. She's trying to attack you. A troll level with it. That's cool. Yeah, she's trying to like chase you down. They could have, yeah, you could have done like a side scrolling, like one where you have to jump over obstacles or something. Yeah, and, and like she chases you into a boss corridor where you're stuck and you got to fight the boss. Like, it just, I mean, the levels write themselves. Freaking Sunsoft. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, they got lazy with this one. It's it's good though. It's just not. Yeah, it's it's like a little gem that a lot of people don't know exists. It's it's, it's definitely not like a bucket list must play. I think with movie licenses, can tend to go overlooked just because people assume they're shit. Yeah, because the LJN curse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which another excellent movie license is uh, Willow is still my favorite. This does not top. That's a great game. Willow. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street is. I actually love that game. And Willow has a arcade version that's like a platformer, too. It's a platforming game. It's completely different than the uh, NES port. And I'm sure it's pretty solid, because our, all arcade games are usually solid. Willow kind of reminds me of Blue's Journey on the Neo Geo. Oh, nice. I love Blue's Yeah, Journey. like... Is the arcade one Capcom, or did someone else do it? I think it's Capcom. I want to say it's Capcom. Because Capcom definitely did the NES one. Yeah. That's why it's tight, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're always fucking on point. Yeah, the Capcom games on the Nintendo are definitely... I'm looking up the uh, Willow Arcade right now just to make sure. Um, Willow Arcade game, where the... I put money on it, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's Capcom. It's a platformer running gun. It's cool they made two different ones. And it's an action RPG for the other. Yeah, like the, um, the, the artwork on the arcade one looks fucking amazing though like it's it's beautiful i have it on you might even have it on your coin ops kyle yeah i'll have to check it out between the arcade artwork and the nes artwork i just love it all is it like the um you know like the movie poster painting kind of they do unique art for it yeah yeah it is kind of like that like it's it's just cartoonish and great and you actually play as willow which is weird but (laughs) it's classic why is it? Why is playing as Willow weird? It's, it's, it's his movie. He's Willow. It's also very Link. Titular character. He's a little elf, like yeah, a little, little elfling. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I mean I enjoy those games though. Like a dwarf or a hobbit. Hobbits a good way to. Or, yeah, the pecs are hobbits. Hobbits. Hobbitses. He'll be a hobbit from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a good one to uh, to play for a, a homework sometime in the future. That would be cool. Yeah. It's got good, really good music, too. I mean, it's Capcom, yeah. of course it does. I beat that one a few years ago, but I would definitely play it again. Because basically sure. how yeah. we're going to do a, a, a long-term game, um, I mean, we're going to play we're gonna play it for the same amount as a homework, but basically instead of, like, a, a, it'll be a grade, but a grade plus will we complete it. 
like if it's good enough for us to finish it is it that addictive to where in our busy schedules in our busy lives are kyle and i going to finish the game (laughs) pretty sure there's a password in that so that's good for um nes willow if there is right or no yes yes it's a password game sweet that'll be a cool aspect to the longer homework i think i still have my old passwords that way we can even do like (laughs) rpgs like metroid you're you're playing metroid now though ain't it i'm playing metroid fusion Oh, I thought you were playing the NES on your uh, Red 10 or something. No, no, I, I was playing the Metroid Fusion, but on the CoinOps Arcade and full screen on my TV. So it was, um, I, I already beat the entire first Metroid, beat Mother Brain and everything, and now I'm like... Is that the GBA one? Yes. Oh, you already beat okay. it. You already beat the NES one. No, no I beat, because com- the game is completely redone on the Game Boy Advance in Super Metroid graphics, but it's the complete NES game. That's cool. Redone. And and then they added in a lot of the weapons, like super uh, missiles and stuff like that, from the Super Nintendo Super Metroid. So it's kind of like what they did with Final Fantasy? Kind of a combination, yeah. And after you beat Mother Brain and, and Escape, it continues. And there's an after story. And they completely remove your um, suit and you... Or zero suit Samus at that point, the blue Samus or whatever, and you have to do, you have to. There's space pirates, and you're basically way underpowered, and somehow have to do something, and I can't figure it out yet. Hmm. I, I, I refuse so cool. to look online with any kind of Metroid game. I wanted. That's cool. I want to figure it out on my own. Well, yeah, it's definitely a puzzle. But but I keep dying. Yeah. So I I, I just got to figure out what to do. Um, and basically, if you go near them, there's an alarm that sounds off, and they come at you with like malicious intent. So. You gotta, like, sneak around, run past him. I don't fucking know yet. I'll figure it out, though. You know, I remember watching my husband play that one. He must... We must have played on the Game Boy Player. Because hmm. basically, once you get past that section and you get back all your stuff, like, I'm super powered. I have every power-up. So it's like... They kind of, like, knock you back down to the beginning again. So And it's pretty cool. And then I guess the uh, the final boss is, like a mechanical Ridley or something robot Ridley or something cool, like really cool boss fight. Do you have the SNES version, Daria? It's fucking yeah, bad. I have. Oh um, yeah. I have all the 2d ones. Cool. Cool. And sadly, I will admit I have not played any of them. Wow. Super Metroid I've beaten twice. That's the one that it will just blow your mind. If you play it, you'll have so much fun. Now, I haven't I, uh, beaten Super Metroid since I was a kid, so that would be amazing. My husband is a huge Metroid fan, so we have... They're, cool. they're basically his games. I'm looking forward to playing Super Metroid again because I have the SD to SNES, so I can play it in with the CD quality audio. That's cool. Because that's what the SD to SNES allows you to do, is it allows you to play certain games with, I think it's MSU1 chip. That's in the SD to SNES, so you can put actual CD quality audio to games, and people have to like pack the game or whatever and put all the music in it or whatever. But um, that's been done for Super Metroid as well as some other games. And some people shed on Prime, but I'd say Prime got a lot of flack back in the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did if you're not going to have it side side view platformer side scroller style, then you need to have it first person to me that's one or the other because it's so cool to be in that world it's full immersion i mean mm-hmm. it's a total sci-fi like uh experience and and for prime like the best way to play it ironically is with the wii remote because it's perfectly responsive so like the trilogy that you can get on the wii is like it's expensive to get the original version of that 
but it's like you get all three games and it like it's one to one when you move your the turret and everything. It's perfect. And here's the reason it got a lot of flack was because people wanted Super Metroid to the extreme. Oh yeah. I don't even think I don't even think Fusion was out at that point. No. No, it came out around the same time, I think. Yeah. A little bit. But later. I think people were so starved for another Super Metroid and it's like, what's this? And Nintendo was doing that with a lot of their franchises at the time, was completely changing them. It was like the when they did yeah. Star Fox Adventures came out around around that time as well, and it was a completely different game than... Nintendo never learns, because, I mean, they're doing it again with Metroid. What they announced at E3, Metroid... What is it? Metroid Federation Force? That isn't even a Samus game? Is that the sport game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Metroid sport game. It's like, what? That's definitely an off offshoot. What's the Star Fox Adventures like? It's like a Zelda, I think. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. For for us. <laughs> I don't have I I should probably get that at some point. It's supposed to be amazing. I I do have it um cuz I have the complete Star Fox I have everything Star Fox and like it's it's supposed to be extremely solid. It originally was programmed for the 64 called Dinosaur Planet and there's a female <laughs> in um Star Fox that Crystal or whatever is your name. She was the main character, and then they moved her and put Star Fox in place of her. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It was something else. Yeah. So, but I mean, it works, and I guess there's tacked on um, Star Starwing parts in the game. I haven't played it either. That might be a cool homework episode, even. I'd have to hunt it down. Yeah, I mean, that would be the thing, though. And I don't know how much it is. Either. I don't think it's cheap. Yeah. It's, I mean, and for for it for GameCube, like twenty bucks is expensive. They're expensive GameCube games. Yeah, but like for Star Fox Adventures, I wouldn't want to pay more than like five or ten. If it was five or ten, I could get a copy. I mean, I guess I could just to play it. I I guess I could settle for disc only. I don't like to do that, but take a look. And Nintendo stuff's all gone up. Time takes its toll, you know. Um, I'm just I'm thinking because it's the first party game, and those are not they never go down. Because uh, the the one thing that I would have to buy too that we should really play for homework is um was Eternal Darkness. That I do have. That is an amazing game. So it's it's supposed to be an amazing horror based game where they mm-hmm. act, Nintendo actually patented a fear meter that your character <laughs> actually freaks the fuck out and the whole like world the like environment changes warps and it gets all trippy. The game fucks with you. Yeah, you as your character goes insane. That game's expensive, though, so, like, we would have to fucking... Is it? I think so. I think it's more than I want to pay for one. See, it always amazes me. When I own something, I stop paying attention how much it is. Yeah, we were talking about, yeah, you were saying, like, it's not relevant anymore. No, yeah. it isn't. But how much How much has it gone up? Because if we gotta buy it, yeah, it definitely has. Uh, we gotta know. Let's see. Yeah, we can look her up real quick. A little live, uh, live lookup. Yeah, that's one of my favorite GameCube games. Because, like, GameCube, you know how every console has its rarity like mm-hmm. upper echelon yeah so i wonder what <laughs> they would have a whole thread going on na um on uh the xbox games and it's like the upper like the expensive games are ooh 30 dollars. that's oh, high tier wow. xbox that's hilarious that's awesome eternal darkness is disc only is gonna run you over 20 about 30 complete and that's wow. i gotta have a complete man that's me being lazy is 30 bucks 30 bucks complete, all right. Complete? That's not terrible. There's ones for 70 by now. This is... Wow. You're going to have to bid for 30. So maybe like 50 in the end. 
You'll have to claw someone's eyes out to get it, but you'll right. do it. Well, no, I, I see yeah. one right now for forty <laughs> shipped by now, so I mean, you're you'd be alright. Oh, well, that's then. There you go. That's the going rate, right, in my opinion. I'll find it cheaper. Always. Let's look up Star Fox Adventures real quick. See how much that one runs. Since I think Kyle, you're the only one who doesn't have that one. I don't have it. You don't have it either. Mm-mm. Nine bucks complete. Oh. Okay. Let's buy it now. I technically have that in my PayPal right now, but I was saving it for Arcs Fatalis. Oh yeah, I saw that <laughs> that post. You're like, I have ten fifty or. <laughs> if anyone has this, I would, I would definitely appreciate it. <laughs> Classic. Well, I was watching an eBay auction or eBay buy it now for Arcs for twelve dollars eleven ninety nine. I was watching it for like a week. And I'm like, oh, I've got ten fifty in my PayPal. <laughs> That's Some asshole bought it today. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't been on the Tenoish for a while. I left a few posts. It's been a while. There's there's a lot of new faces. It keeps, always keeps growing. It's yeah. always. It's amazing. <laughs> I got I got I got kind of yelled at in the Hall of Shame thread. <laughs> I was harassing some fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, Kyle. With all these new faces, you're gonna have the same fucking posts we get every few months. Oh yeah, that's the whole like yeah. Guardian Legend is great. What's your like, top yeah. ten video games? <laughs> Yeah, we talked about Guardian Legend like every week here. Like, yeah, What's your like... top ten rarest <laughs> Nintendo boxes, Kyle? Like, like you'll see that like every other week. Like... Someone posted a really cool one, like all the Arnold Schwarzenegger. And oh yeah, that that thread's funny. That's cool. yeah, but but not true Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like no. Double Dragon Two, the Arnold guy, mm-hmm. Contra, you know, Power Blade, yeah, that kind of stuff. And so, so Kyle, uh, when when is the Nintendo collecting bubble gonna burst? Kyle? Oh no! I see another <laughs> every fucking week. That's why we finally had to have an episode with it because it's like manipulate the market, teach people how to do it. It's like hilarious. Yep. We did. We taught them step by step how to manipulate the NES market. It's great. <laughs> when was this? It was a while ago. You were yeah. on it. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember what I say. You'll be uh, yeah. These are all new to me. You gotta I listen. Know. That's <laughs> why. That's why. Like Great listening back. <laughs> Because <laughs> when you listen to it, it's like a fresh episode. We forget what the fuck we said. <laughs> it's a whole new world. Whole new world. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Any of you? Did either of you see the Hall of Shame argument? Yeah, I, I actually was no. on that thread today. Okay, I did not. 
Explain it to me. Okay, well, neither of them could speak English. Okay, let me just start off. Neither one of these people could speak English, but they seem to be dealing in English with each other. Um, the one guy who was selling a like new Little Ninja Brothers uh, complete NES game. Okay. And the other guy had asked him, did you look at the contacts? Okay. And the guy had told him yes. Mm-hmm. And his thing was the guy was a liar because he had sold him the like new Little Ninja Brothers game and the contacts were scratched. Hmm. And so his 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 point was the game had been used. It had been used a lot. Well, it's not like new then. Well, my point is like new isn't unused. It's no. not a new copy. No. It's a game in excellent condition, which the game was. Mm-hmm. Like cosme- so cosmetically, did it look like new? Yes, except for the contacts, because and he took a picture of the contacts, which were clean. It wasn't like they were dirty, corroded contacts. They were bright, shiny contacts that had a couple little scratch marks on them. Right, and then he's expecting something ridiculously pristine. Which was pristine. my point, that's... and that's that was the words I used. This is it's ridiculous. If your standards are that high, yeah, you need to ask for a picture of the item yeah. and make that judgment call yourself, because no one's going to look at that with your eyes and exactly. see the flaw that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I was called out for harassing the dude and... Fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> 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 okay, if the pins aren't right, like, dude, like, you need a head check. Because, I mean, it's it's one thing to care about the label, but when you're looking at pin scratch, like, you, got, you, you need to get a life, dude. He was looking for something to bitch about, and he was trying to get the other guy nominated. Oh, and he had gone into the guy... The guy had a buying and selling thread that he had gone in and bitched about it there, and, and didn't even, like, state what the issue was so people could see he was totally insane. He was flat out, this guy's a liar, don't buy from him. Oh, and see. someone else directed him to Hall of Shame. Mm-hmm. Mods need to just delete that portion of the um, thread. Yeah, sometimes you gotta cut it off. They can delete those posts yeah. in, in that guy's for sale thread, because he shat on it at that point. So, so I got my Nintendo Age one where I'm not going to nominate them for the Hall of Shame, but they're doing some dumb, retarded shit. So I, um, I'm part of the Final Fantasy VII vinyl that they did on Nintendo Age. They did a group buy where you can get the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack that was only released in, I think, Europe or Japan or something yeah. on vinyl. And so basically what it said in the thread was... I saw that thread. Yeah, they said, all right, so you're going to pay an amount and you're going to have to also pay for shipping... Uh, to the dude's house and to the states and to your house or whatever and so i was like cool whatever you know what i mean um they sent the amount it was like the it, i think it cost about as much as like a new game like 50 or 60 it's probably like 60 bucks maybe or something i was like that's a little expensive but whatever because it has all the shipping in it and so we do we everybody pays their amount they, they the dude gets the vinyls in he's like all right um all right send me the money for shipping to the states, and I'll we'll, we'll continue on. So we had to pay again, shipping from. So he double billed you. <laughs> and so that like so it. then that guy we pay for shipping, and now the dude in the states sends me a PM and says, "Hey, pay for shipping to your house, and I'll get it to you." The fuck. So this is like the. So they're third... extorting you every step of the way. Fuck the. So if I would have known. That it was just sixty dollars or whatever, just to get it to this dude's house, I would have second thought. You know, I, I probably wouldn't have joined in on that because oh, then I got to pay another 
another amount of money to get it to this other dude, and then another amount of money to get it to my And it's house. not like you can say no, because then you're out that first chunk of money that you paid. Exactly. And the, the one guy in the States was reasonable, because he said, yeah, um, there's a lot of confusion. If you want to, um, you can, I can reimburse you everything, and I'll just, like, sell it online or something. I mean, because <laughs> I guess they're going for a lot online or some shit. And I said, no, I'm already in on it, and it's like $3 because if I have them do media mail or something, it's like 3 bucks to my house. Oh, well, that's not bad. That's not bad, but the shipping from Europe to the States was like a no, lot. No, that's expensive. And it was like weird because like the amount that it was at the beginning, I was like, all right, that sounds like a good amount to have all the shipping in there too. Cool. And then there's like three, there was three freaking transactions with that one, like three different payments. And I'm like... It doesn't make fucking sense. I, I just wrote in my, you know, the the final Nintendo transaction. Hey, next time, just collect everything at the fucking beginning because I didn't realize I had to pay three times, and it's kind of pissing me off. And that's what I wrote. That's a, that's where that line comes. Uh, let me put lipstick on before you fuck me. Like, yeah. <laughs> warn me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let me at least get prepared for the for what you're gonna inflict on well, just, me. <laughs> just think about it from like my perspective, Kyle. If like I said, all right, everybody, back my Kickstarter, and then once I have all their money and I make all items, all right, guys, everybody, send me shipping money. I almost think that at that point it would have been cheaper for me to just buy one on eBay or something. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, I don't fucking know how much it goes online. Like, should probably check that while I'm talking because, like, yeah, it was it was one of those things though. Like, if I was doing my Kickstarter and I asked all the backers to send me money now for shipping, like, mm-hmm. re- really, like, <laughs> yeah, that's like horrible. And it's like we're doing a group buy, so they had to message every single person that. Well, that's that's something at work that we would cancel a contract on immediately, mm-hmm. like. It's, it's like when someone makes a price and then they change the price after the fact. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that's fucking dirty. Maybe I, maybe I won't be buying one online. Never mind. $230 shipped. Oh, you saved some money. <laughs> the, the, the silver lining here is you didn't have to pay $230. I, there, there was only $1,200 made. So. And they were all shipped out in this guy's group buys. Probably. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know, like, what the hell, but apparently it's extremely rare first edition. Like, there's only one online. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Jesus. So, so, yeah, I didn't pay that much for it, thank God. And RPG soundtrack collectors, I'm sure, went nuts for that. Now now I understand why his snarky, I'll just sell it on, on eBay. Now I know where that came from. <laughs> yep. Oh, if you don't want to, I'll reimburse you your 60 bucks and I'll sell it for 200 like fuck you guy. <laughs> yeah, that that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of vinyl soundtracks actually, I got the Mega Man picture disc vinyl that has Mega Man 1 through 10 soundtrack on it. Hmm. It's like one vinyl, so I assume that it's just excerpts from it, like a, a couple songs. <laughs> Maybe they recycle all the music. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you'll get you'll be able to get the entire Mega Man 2 soundtrack or something, but not 1 through 10. At this point, why didn't they just call it the best of Mega Man? Yeah, I, <laughs> or just I don't put know. it on a flash drive and have every single song. But it's it's still cool to have a vinyl because the yeah, game is no, awesome. they're definitely selling that for the yeah. They're not. It's you're buying the item. I'm a huge vinyl file, so it's it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's the vinyl thing. Like they they yeah. sold Mega Man uh, USB drives or whatever. 
half the people who bought that aren't even going to listen to it. Actually, the guy who I oh, bought yeah, it... absolutely not. Because the guy was selling for like 30 bucks or something, and the guy who I bought it from... So it was sold at Hot Topic for 30 bucks, so he didn't even... I don't even think he made money. Hot but, Topic? Yeah. What the fuck? Wow, that's He told that's me, he's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't recommend playing this. People people never recommend playing a, a picture disc, even though it won't ruin it, but... Oh, no, it, it definitely won't ruin it. No. I'm going to definitely play it at least once so I can hear what's on it. I always play all my vinyls at least once, if, if I crack it open. Yeah. Unless it's super rare. Well, this isn't even sealed. It's like, you know, you flip the... There's like a flap that, you know, uh, it's not in like a sleeve. It's in like one of them plastic picture disc holders. You can transfer it yeah. to an MP3 and then. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I oh, could yeah. just go online. So you could probably download, download it. it yeah, but... <laughs> exactly. But I want to hear it through analog vinyl. Yeah. I want to hear the pops and everything. Oh, yeah. I love the, the warm feel of vinyl. And there's there's like, I think a, a cord for like $4 you can get that you just plug the back of your vinyl into the computer and you can record it directly in. Yeah, my dad was backing up his vinyls a while ago doing that. And you get that crisp, warm sound, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Chilling by the fireplace, nothing like it. The hot cup of cocoa, right? <laughs> That's why I got my uh, big vinyl uh, record player right next to our fireplace at the new house. <laughs> <laughs> I also got a new homebrew that I didn't hear about. Hmm. Ninja Slapper. <laughs> that sounds like a winner. There we go. Do you hide behind things, jump out, and slap people? Oh, yeah. Uh, basically, it, it was released. I don't know if you've heard of rose-colored gaming. Yeah, uh, yes. So it's yes, all over, overpriced, expensive shit. Yeah. Um, Wiggy X's And it, it looks company. beautiful. It looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, but it's all well out of my price range of what I want to spend oh. on custom stuff. You don't want to spend $300 for a handcrafted wooden cartridge game? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really, um, on the back of Ninja Slapper it looks shitty, and the um person who I got it from said it was shitty. So I assume it's shitty. <laughs> oh, hmm. Ninja Slapper, slapping them damn ninjas. Um, speaking of slapping ninjas, we should probably uh grade Gremlins too. Oh yeah, <laughs> slap the yeah. shit out of them Gremlins. I don't remember much slapping going on in Gremlins too. Tons but... of slapping ninja style. <laughs> I do want to know a few more cool things though. Like each level, you get a different weapon, and that was kind of mentioned oh, yeah. when Jeff read the back of the box. Yeah, you kind of upgrade after everyone, which is and awesome. the weapons did seem to come from the movie, which were was appreciated for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get your little start with your little tomato, and then you have the matchstick, then the paperclip, then the paperclip bow, and then finally the uh, fire bow. But really, it's kind of like a, they all. It just keeps spreading more and more. Yeah, the more you get. Um, yeah, but you can also get the items too from when when you buy it from the the spirit of uh, what's his name fucking Mister Wing, Mister Wing. If you get the power canister, which is f- like fifty, um, it gives you it like powers up your weapon. Yes, That's pretty sweet too. Um, I, re- I really thought that was cool. And then there's stuff that you can pick up when you kill like the baddies. You can oh yeah. Their status item, or you know, power ups or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the crystal, which gives you twenty for one for each one you pick up, you get the crystal, which is like the currency. Then there's the uh, light bulb, which it uh, kills all the enemies on the screen. Mm-hmm. Then there's a pogo stick, which is kind of like the invincibility. And you get the pogo around. It's always fun platforming on the fucking pogo stick. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's always empowering yeah. when you're invincible. 
Like I, I always miss the freaking moving platforms though, because I always tended to get them around those spots. <laughs> Fucking and then there's, shit. Yeah, and there's a, there's the uh, stopwatch, which is kind of like I thought of Zelda. Yeah, that's definitely a Zelda thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when you get Zelda, it's the whole screen until you you leave the screen. For the, for this game, it's like eight seconds, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, for when it stops, and then uh, yeah, so there's it's pretty. It's not that long of a game. Five short levels. Yeah, so yeah. you start off at the uh, finding the office, and then stage two, you're in like the ventilation shafts in the basement, and. Uh, then stage three, you're inside Clamp Center, looking for the uh, the, t- the CATV station. Clamp Center is a very dangerous place. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, that's tough times. I do not want to work in an office building that has lava floors <laughs> and uh, movable spike traps. <laughs> uh, maybe that's just me. You know, that's that salary. I bet it's like high as hell right there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty dangerous <laughs> living, you know? <laughs> I did... You know what I did like is... I kind of wish one of the cutscenes had thrown in, like, the Grandpa Munster character. Oh, why was he missing? But they did have, there was a section that was very short that you ran through. It was like a graveyard. It was definitely supposed to be his uh, movie set. Yep, yep. Yeah. I, I, that was a nice little little nod. I like that. Yeah, Grandpa Munster is the fucking shit. Jeff actually has a little Grandpa Munster doll, like, old school. Yeah. And it actually still has the necklace, which is, like, super rare because everyone, like, lost, you know, the little accessories. Yeah. But Grandpa Munster fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so stage, then there's stage four, you're in, like, the genetic lab. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of, like, shows how it, it's kind of like Splatterhouse 2, right? Like, that all the creatures are being created at this one place. I also liked how, um... One of the stages when you're just going through the office building, I think it was a stage three. Mm. On the walls was the um, the the manager of the building or whatever I forget his name from the movie. You could see his picture, like how in the movie, Mr. Clamp, the TV sets. Yeah, it's Mr. Clamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those cool little details, you know. Yeah, and then they had the logo, the flag. Yeah, like that was animated too on the on the walls. That was really cool. And that's why Sunsoft's cool. It's what makes them cool. Like, it's yeah. what makes any developer, you know, Capcom or Konami, because they add those little things that, you know, another company wouldn't even give a fuck about. I would throw, like, Sunsoft on, like, a tier underneath Konami Capcom with, like, Jellico and stuff. Like, like they're yeah. quality, but, like, they're just not, like, They just gems. miss it a little. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem with fucking Jellico. <laughs> uh... That they can't seem to put their names on their cases or the top of their carts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the the boxes they put it uh, backwards. So <laughs> <laughs> somebody posted a picture of that today, and I was like, just turn the box upside down. <laughs> yeah, the one guy's like, I'm so pissed. He's like, I'm so pissed that the <laughs> side of the box doesn't line up with the rest because they put it, you know, the opposite. Dara's like, yeah, just flip it upside down, and you'll be all right. <laughs> it's true though. It's like my Nintendo Quest DVD. Like, I just flipped it upside down because they decided to put the spine upside down on the DVD. It doesn't match any DVD in my collection, so I just flip it upside down. Well, it's kind of like the, you know, voice of reason. Like, just flip it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. You do have an option here, guy. Oh, that was like the guy that's like, I can't possibly p- play the Xbox because the controller sucks. It's like, we'll get another controller. That guy's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many choices in the Xbox. <laughs> You could also just uh, play the Nintendo. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, like, why are we even talking about Xbox on NA? <laughs> when, I, uh, <laughs> when I worked at GameStop, we had a customer that would call in and just ask us stupid fucking questions. I, I don't think the guy had any friends. We treated our, our store phone number as, like, his personal forum. Oh, God. Hmm. And he, uh, <laughs> he had a very nasally, wheezy voice, too, I remember. So he calls up one day and he's, I, I, I don't know why I answered, I, I guess because it was my job and I was getting paid to do it. <laughs> um, but he was whining about how horrible the Xbox was and how terrible the, he just couldn't handle, the controller was too big. So I wasn't, I, without even thinking, I just replied, well, you know what? I've never had any trouble handling big things. Ah, you <laughs> like, Dude, <laughs> I've never heard someone swallow their tongue before. But now I know what it sounds like. He quickly found this to be a, a sex hotline. He's like, oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call back here like every second of the day. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, the guy would call and I would literally just put the phone down and like shelve, like I'd be, uh, put the discs away, you know, and mm-hmm. I just leave the, sh- and I'd pick it up every once in a while and be like, uh huh, and then put it down, keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Classic. pawn, yeah. He's still talking. Yeah. That's creepy. He's still there. God, I had a boyfriend like that one time. <laughs> God, you talk on the phone and he just, he'd be watching TV and it'd be like, he would describe what he's watching play by play. It's like, I really don't care about Seinfeld that much, dude. Yeah. If, if you did, you'd be <laughs> listening to the Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the self-centered. Yes, yeah, people that don't understand that, like, there's other things than just what you care about. Yeah. If you were interested, you would ask about it. Well, conversations generally are two-sided. If you're not getting a response, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're not getting the tennis ball to hit back to them, you're doing it wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Gotta keep pressing the tennis ball around. So, uh, a grade for Gremlins 2. <laughs> oh. I was, I was almost going to give it a B. I think a B plus. Definitely not an A game. No. Definitely not an A minus. But it's a B plus because it's... It's almost there. It's got the awesome music. It's fucking Sunsoft. It's just, as we mentioned, it's, it kind of has that blandness as time goes on. Like, you've mm. seen it, done it, been there, done that kind of feel. Um, but the controls are tight. Everything's, you know, um, what it should be for a Sunsoft title. So, B-plus for me. Okay. But you, Dara? Um, well, let's see. It's too short. Yep. It's... It is short. Doesn't have enough gremlins. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Doesn't let you buy enough things, mm-hmm. and the platforms are hard. Mm-hmm. Which knocking off for each of those things puts you at a B. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with a B. And I also had a B. <laughs> All right, so it's a B. Kyle's always the classic, like gives it a little bit higher because he's Mr. Generosity usually. <laughs> he is. He's like he's like I, I can knock it down too much. But yeah, no, I I had it as a B as well. I, I counted down with my little half points and things and those are the same points that i had um the little platforming like the controls like if those diagonal jumps were such a pain in the ass to learn like that'd be i wouldn't have knocked any points off yeah that's the hardest part that's easily. what brought it from a b plus down to a b for me yeah, tough. yeah if it's just been challenging where you have to get the hang of it that's fine that's acceptable but the, the diagonal mm, didn't really work 
And they were cheap, too, because then it would force you to do diagonal, plus they'd put, like, a rotating spike ball there or an enemy sitting on the platform you need to get to. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There should have been more intelligence in the programming. And it was, like, yeah. that difficulty combined with how easy the bosses were. It was, like, it didn't quite... Yes. It didn't have a yeah, good... some balance. It didn't have a good balance when you played the game. Yeah, absolutely not. That's why I was, like... So... I mean, is the game bad? Absolutely not. It's a B game. Oh, no, it's a good game. It's a B game, but it's not a bucket list game. Bucket list games would be in the A range, something that you should play. It's it's the kind of game, if you see this for four or five bucks... Pick her up. Absolutely. Pick that shit up. Don't even think twice. Exactly. However, don't go out of your way break of the bank to get a copy. Do not. Yeah, don't spend 15 or 20 which yeah. I'm pretty sure in a few years that's what it's going to be worth. I think it's a $15 game now. I, I think I think it already is, yeah. It's yeah. semi-uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Thank you for listening to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at bgbspodcast at gmail.com. So we also have a phone number. It is 26226-4BGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text message, um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also comment on us, shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right, see you later. Woo! Later. Later.